Hello? Hello. What on earth was that? Well, wait, we got to do the podcast intro. Don't, don't okay. be like that. We got to be professional okay, I've about this. It. You want me to... Okay, so can we like... No, this, it's being recorded live. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Hi, and welcome to the JK Films podcast. We did not mess that up. Uh, I am Samuel Pogue, and joining me today is my good friend, Lauren. How are you doing, Lauren? I'm doing good. What about you? Uh, I'm doing about as good as I can after watching that one. Yeah, I'm like physically and mentally disturbed right now. For those of you who don't know, this week for our first episode, we decided to watch the movie Cannibal Holocaust, which in record is one of the most controversial horror films to ever exist, really. And it's definitely lived up to its reputation. This was definitely a movie that we all needed to take a breather from afterwards. It basically lives up to its name. It really does. It is a cannibal holocaust. So the way that I'm thinking this podcast should work is we'll start out just giving our honest opinion about the movie. And in this case, we should probably discuss the subject matter. And once we give like our rating and review about the movie, then we'll go into spoiler territory. Um, so do you think you should have put your full name like in connection to this movie and saying that you watched it? I think I'm going to be okay. I've, uh, this is the That's JK okay. Films podcast hosted by Samuel Pogue because if this makes me famous, I want it to be the thing that makes me famous. Okay, okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess we'll just dive right into it. So... Uh, Cannibal Holocaust, to explain the movie without any kind of spoilers, is a movie about a research team who finds an island full of indigenous people who have a cannibalistic culture. And four college students, I think they were, decide to go to the island and make a documentary film about said peoples. And after two... Okay, one of those guys looked like he was like 50. Okay. So I don't know if they're all... The movie says they're from college, so they're from college. Okay, okay, because okay, that's fine. pretty sure... He, he returned to college Okay, so then it. two months that's later, fine. they don't hear anything back from him. And so they send a college professor to go out and try to figure out if they're alive, what's happened, to see just what's going on in the island or whatnot. That's pretty much the basis of the story. And so... I guess we need to be very clear about the content of this movie. This movie... If you are sensitive to, like, disturbing imagery and whatnot, don't watch this movie at all. This is, it is not the movie for you. This, it's kind of weird. Like, when I say that, when I watch this movie, it's giving me a feeling that no other horror movie has ever given me. I don't know how I felt at the end of this movie. And so for many people... That's going to be a horrible thing to hear, and they're not going to want to watch this. And then for many people like me, it's going to make you definitely want to watch this. I, I couldn't, like, look away from the movie. Is that terrible? Um, like, I well, I think that's watching. just how like most people like, respond to tragedy. Yeah, I, like, couldn't stop mm-hmm. watching it, and I was like, this is bad. Most And most, like, horror movies don't even scare me, and I they normally don't even affect me at all. Mm-hmm. And so this was like really got to this me. is it's weird because it definitely is a horror movie but you don't feel scared it's hard to describe what you feel 
like distaste for humanity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But it's good, which is terrible. Right. Is that bad? Is it bad that I enjoyed the movie? You see, that that's what I'm like saying is uh like to be very clear, because I, I only want to explain this just because of how controversial this was, because I did lots of research and there are many people who are very sensitive about this movie. So to just be very clear, this movie has actual animal cruelty. Like, this isn't special effects. There is real animal cruelty in this movie. There is cultural prejudice. And there is very real sexual harassment throughout this entire movie. Because real. it's all real. Okay, so you, that's what mm-hmm. you were going to have to tell Other me. Than so when we people, have to get to the spoiler When part? people die in this movie, it's not real. But every oh, single thing else in this movie is absolutely 100% real. Can I start saying spoilers? Okay, well, wait? first of all, let's, let's give our final review. I think okay. just because we, we need to be very clear about this because of the content of the movie. <laughs> because I, I've, I've seen how like, sensitive people are. To be clear, this movie has very, very graphic and disturbing content. And in no way, shape, or form do we condone or encourage that. And we don't ever want to recommend this movie to anyone. Yes. To be clear, when we, I will be speaking positively about this movie shortly. But to be clear, I am speaking positively <laughs> about the movie, not the contents of the movie. And for that, I will give it a 5 out of 5. How about you? I agree. Agree. Now, now, we also have to agree that we're kind of terrible people for giving this a 5 out of 5. Just admit it. Okay, I'll admit it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, jumping into spoiler territory right now, I guess just so for people who want to hear the rest of the story, I'll explain the rest of it. So, the scientist goes to the island to find out what happens to the filmmakers. And when he reaches the island, he finds that the filmmakers have all been killed and cannibalized and the only remnants of them left is the film footage that they had created and while the scientist is on the island he grows very fond and very respectful towards these people and their cultures regardless of how different they are and when he returns to america to watch the film he finds that the filmmakers who are seen as heroes and are being portrayed as gods in the media as these incredibly brave people do some pretty horrible things, and I really do think they deserved their death. What about you? Yes, yes. they completely deserved it. It was like instant karma, almost, mm-hmm. because, I mean, the way that they went in treating mm-hmm. the indigenous people, I mean, it, they had it coming Yes. Them, like, honestly. Now, the, the scene, whenever, um, I forgot his name, the blonde-headed guy. I don't know any of their names. To, Those were, okay, their names well, were important. Like, Okay, no, the blonde guy, when he gets disemboweled mm-hmm. by the tribe, yes. and they, like, take his face off and start dancing around with his organs, mm-hmm. like, that, I mean, he kind of deserved mm-hmm. it. I know that's a little extreme, but that's just how I feel. Well, I think the really fucked up thing was that he was shot. The guy shot him just so they could yes. get footage of him being killed. That was the crazy thing. Yes. And one of the biggest criticisms about this film that I found was people talking about how there's unnecessary gore and unnecessary animal cruelty. And I want to go out and say, I don't think any of it was unnecessary. I really don't think it was. It makes it realistic. 
if you want it to be a realistic film and the way that the films, you mm-hmm. know, they're doing a documentary, they had to do that. I was looking into now, it. Okay, oh, you can talk. Yeah, not, go ahead. I, yeah, I'm going to talk. Okay. So <laughs> I will say that the most disturbing part to me that got me really upset was the turtle scene. Yes, and that's the biggest criticism about the movie was that's really? a real turtle being killed. 100% oh, was... real. Because it's the, it's the early 70s. What were they going to do? And but many people are saying that was the beginning of the unnecessariness about the movie. And if you go in other countries, this film is actually banned in most countries. You can't watch it in like France and Germany. It's like actually oh, illegal. But uh, to watch the full uncut movie, you can watch the movie. But many scenes have been taken out because Europe is very sensitive about animal cruelty. And the biggest scene that's taken out in the majority of all the countries is that turtle scene. Because they all say it's killing a turtle for the sake of killing a turtle. That didn't need to be in the movie. Because in other parts of the movie, you see them eating other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to defend that scene. I'm not condoning I I- animal violence, but I do want to defend it. There's a dog. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think the reason why that like thing was in the scene is because sure i mean i guess that is a valid argument they do eat coconuts and bugs and whatnot throughout the movie and so sure like if to answer the question what were they doing to feed themselves throughout the movie you have that answer they're eating bugs and coconuts or whatnot but i really think to ground them into the survival world you needed to show them doing something just as extreme as these cannibal people are just to kind of help wrap your sense around the idea that both the indigenous people and the filmmakers can be seen as villains. Kind of like the very last line that he said at the Mm -hmm. end, he was like, who are the, who's the real cannibal? Mm -hmm. But no, I agree. And also though, if we're going to, I mean, let's not be hypocritical killing one turtle like, look around our country. We kill tons of animals every day mm-hmm. for food. Like, how is that really that bad? No, it's not. It is disturbing to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, it really was. But it's not that. I yeah. feel like compared the to all the other stuff in the movie, the animal cruelty is kind of the weirdest thing to make a fuss about compared to everything hey, else. So... Okay, I have a question. Yes. So the spider monkey that got, his, um, got scalped, was that real? Yes. All of the animal cruelty is real. Okay. Okay. And uh, that's part of the thing that I also wanted to go into was all the animal cruelty is real. And there was lots and lots of drama between the actors and the director because of that. Because all of the actors were against killing animals. And it was only through... It's uh, You've seen The Shining, right? Yeah. Okay, and yeah. have you heard about how Stanley Kubrick had harassed the actress who was in that movie to the point... No. Oh, yes. Uh, the she, uh, Stanley Kubrick is very big on method acting, and so whenever he wants you to be very distressed and be very angry and to go crazy in a movie, he, will, he literally hires people on the film set to harass you and psychologically break you down so that he can get the scenes that he wants. Yeah, it's the reason why the lady in that movie quit acting after The Shining. You can look it up. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely going to look that up. 
It's something that many film sets do, and it's something that actors agree to beforehand, like knowing that they'll be treated like that. And well, they agreed to it then. Well, because it's just all part of the oh. art. They know that that the mm-hmm. director's only doing that to help them. Yeah. Well, it's gonna make the acting seem way mm-hmm. more realistic. But it's that was on like a film set in you know California where they're being harassed. But in this movie in particular. They are actually in Brazil, in a jungle, and many of the yeah. actors were being harassed very similarly to the where Kubrick did, to the point where when many actors signed on to the project, they weren't aware of the animal cruelty and the nudity that was going to be in this movie, <laughs> and then they were flown to the location, and then they were finally told about it, and then they were all against it and refusing to do it, and it was only through like the mainly the director is some kind of psychological like wizard i guess because he was able to slowly (laughs) break them down and not only make them be willing to do it but like if you see the movie they're like completely in character while they're doing it so they're not only killing animals but they're also completely in their douchebag state while they're doing it yes and that it's like kind of crazy to think that they didn't want to do it. And then you watch them killing these animals so enthusiastically in the movie is crazy. So he slowly tricked, not tricked them, but he slowly changed their mind into performing mm-hmm. all those terrible scenes, basically. Okay. Pretty much. And they are all being extremely underpaid from what they were promised on top of them being forced to do all of that. And I think the worst part of it all is the way that the actress was treated. Uh, because there have been many reports staying, uh, like say, uh, stating that she like refused to do any of those nudity scenes whatsoever. Yeah. She would not do them. And then I think it was to the point where even the other actors, you know, because they were getting fed up with it too. Because you have to think about... They're actually in Brazil with mosquitoes and heat. Mm-hmm. They're probably exhausted and like they're probably being treated horribly and they feel horrible. At this point, other actors were pressuring her into just doing it whatever yeah. as well. And so it went from her actually trying to like want to have like a respectable acting career and not be viewed as some porno star. So she didn't yeah. want to be viewed like in that way. To her being peer pressured by other actors who just a few weeks ago would have also refused that. And then she's like, does those scenes. And then all of the actors who are in that movie get shunned just because of the movie is, and none of them got any jobs after that. And so it's really tragic. Wow. No, that really. Yeah. No, and those scenes were like very graphic. Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was a lot of nudity, like from the very there beginning. There is an. The ing- show. So- well, and I don't think the nudity should be anything that's criticized just because it's, it's a realistic. movie about other cultures. Yeah, exactly. You can watch National mm-hmm. Geographic and that's what everyone looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, but, but I have a question. So, what? Okay, so the tribe people, are yes. those actually real people in the Amazon or were those actors? No, those were unpaid actors. None of the extras were paid in that movie. What? Which, so is, really, which is really crazy to think about because animal cruelty, people were losing their minds about the, like, like the treatment of the actors losing their minds about the nudity the rape like all of that like people hated but the biggest thing that people hate about this movie is that burning hut scene 
because these are unpaid extras, untrained extras, who are already pretty much making a mockery of themselves. Yes. By, like, pretending to be a part of this culture, when I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure almost none of them, like, almost all of them, actually have, like, historical heritage towards indigenous cultures. They're yeah. now, like, making a mockery of themselves, unpaid, and now they're all untrained extras. None of them know how to do any stunt work. They were literally shoved into an actual burning hut. Oh, that's... Oh, my gosh. Okay, I was wondering about that because mm-hmm. they looked so, it looked so realistic. And I was like, there's no mm-hmm. way... Like, from the stuff you were saying earlier, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, this might be real. But technically, it was. Like, their actions were yeah. genuine if they were really pushed into a burning hut. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. And so, it's it's crazy to me that there's, like, a movie like this that exists. And you really need to think about it in the time period. This is the 70s. Yeah. This is before the internet. And this is before, like, found footage films were, like, big. And so, especially in that time period, people went to movie theaters to watch this. And 100% had to have thought it was real. Because just five days after it started premiering in theaters, the director was arrested. <gasps> Are you serious? Okay, so this mm-hmm. movie... I can't... No, I'm just... I'm, I can't believe this movie even went to theaters. It was, like, uh, it was shown in like small kind of like indie yeah. theaters, not like big ones. And this was before uh, film ratings were becoming a worldwide thing. And so many families walked into the movie <laughs> having no idea what was going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm laughing. <laughs> No, hey, it is kids. funny. I was trying not to laugh. <laughs> okay, it's like, hey kids, you want to go to the movie today? <laughs> well, because you also have to think, these are like, just right after, like, Vietnam kind of time period. And so it's like, parents with their children, like, cannibal holocaust. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and like, it's that what kind of mindset. What be about? Yeah. Okay, so what about the scenes, like, inside the movie? They were showing footage from other, like, footage in like africa and stuff oh that, that um i know? didn't really do any research about that part of the movie but judging from the fact real. that everything else is real i wouldn't doubt it uh, at this looked, point i wouldn't okay that's what it, it looked completely real so mm-hmm. i mean it's it's like shocking that like a movie like this exists. Yeah. And then I- I've never you even like heard of it. That is I know. And well then you start to think about like why have I never heard about this? But do you really think people <laughs> who have seen it are just like gallivanting through town just like you want to hear about my new favorite movie? Like <laughs> no. no. People who have seen this movie don't talk about it and just regret it in silence. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's seen this movie probably killed themselves a few hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you could be, like, at a party and, like, a bunch of people are talking about movies <laughs> and, like, one guy will bring up Cannibal Holocaust and everybody else will just be like, I've never heard of that, except for the one guy who makes eye contact with you and you say <laughs> nothing to each other, but you've had this entire spiritual connection just with one another. <laughs> except for us, now we're, like, publicly recording about this. So, I, I want to screenshot away. our text messages because both of our reactions right after the movie are amazing. <laughs> yes, I know. Because I think uh, one of the things that I want to give props to this movie for is the ending is perfect. 
Just the fact that they see everybody be murdered and then oh, they leave the theater in absolute silence. Oh, I know. It was great. That's how I felt. Like, That's the, look, the best part of the movie is the ending. The look that like the the lady and that guy gave each other after it was over, I was like, that's very realistic. That that is that movie because especially in a movie like this, it wants you to feel shocked once you've like like get up after it's over. It wants you to like feel horrible, and that movie is just the like the ending is the sucker punch that just like really like props to the director because like sure he did he made a really fucked up movie. But if you sit down and, like, think about it artistically, he is definitely a guy who knew what he was doing. Yes. Like, he made... Yeah, no, go on. I've been doing a lot of talking. You can talk, too. No, no, no. You know about about this, though. It's more like me telling you my... All right. Well, when you pick the movie, you can do most of the talking next time. Okay. Okay. I don't think I can ever top this movie, though, so I'm kind of upset about it. Right. Well, it, like... I want this to be a podcast where we cover all movie genres, okay. you know? And so, like, sure, right now this may not be your forte, but maybe next week we'll watch a romantic comedy and you'll never be able to shut up. Who knows? A romantic comedy? <laughs> that is so sexist. Like, that's the only kind of movie like. A movie with Ryan Gosling, whatever you like. Yeah, we're going to watch The Notebook. No. There you go. <laughs> I thought that's... you were going to say La La Land. No, I actually haven't seen that one. I haven't either. There, there you go. go. Okay. But I, I it's hard for me to say this, but props to the director. Okay, it's that's kind of a weird thing to say judging from the movie that he made, but he's definitely a guy who knew what he was doing. Yes. Mhm. Is it bad like this might be one of my favorite it's, horror it's, movies? It's, I'm not joking. Oh, I know, I feel the same way, but that's not something that you want to say in this day and age. Yeah, I feel like a disgusting person and I need to go start drinking or something, but like I, on the other hand... It's so weird. It it actually scared me. Not scared, you know what I mean? It's like Exactly, that's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't scare you, but like, you'll like leave the movie and you'll definitely say like, yeah. I would call that a horror movie 100%, but it doesn't scare you. It just makes you feel so weird. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's like oh. what the shining did. Yes. Okay. And this, yes. this movie's going to like linger in my mind for like the next, probably like three mm-hmm. months, not even like a day or something. Like it's going to bother me and I'm going to think about it every once in a while. It's like, I'll probably just so be, like, crazy. I'll probably be I like, feel like driving around and then see like, something and then i'll suddenly have flashbacks to the terror of the movie mm-hmm. you know like i don't want to ever make podcasts where we rewatch a movie but if we can get a much bigger group of people to <laughs> yes. agree to watch this we need to make a second one <laughs> yes just just about this one though i, I don't I feel like there's ever going to be a movie as important as making a second podcast except for this one well in my entire life this movie is the most disturbing thing i've ever seen Mm-hmm. I think the movie sets out to ask two questions. It wants to ask, how do you take a movie too far? <laughs> and it wants to like answer the question of how to view a villain. 
you know, because yes. I think one of the most brilliant things about this movie is how morally gray it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say the the filmmakers were the villains, but it doesn't say the TV producers are the villains. It doesn't say the indigenous people are the villains, but you could view any one of them as the villain of the movie and have a solid argument for that. Exactly. It just depends what side you're looking on. I mean, uh-huh. just, it's just like, yeah, just like in history. Like it's you can really blame weird. People, Europeans, or you can blame savages. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like it's the same mm-hmm. scenario, but they're all evil and weird and messed up. Even the people watching the movie can be seen as the villains mm-hmm. because we're using it for like, entertainment purposes. To me so. and you, <laughs> to me and you, cannibalism isn't good, but that's just because of the society we exactly. live in. To them, cannibalism is perfectly fine. Does that? make cannibalism bad but then like yeah but then to the americans having guns and shooting people and killing animals is okay you know what i mean right depends on what well and then to us that's okay yeah until they stepped onto another like land and started shooting and killing their animals Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it wasn't okay and so it's just it plays with your mind yeah. Like, okay. on top of it being a horror movie, it makes you think. It makes you ask questions. It's weird. So there's weird. educational purposes to this movie. I wouldn't call it educational. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think they're ever going to be playing this in, like, math class. Oh. But, but, like... But, hey, I know how to skin a turtle now and cook one. You do know how to skin a turtle. So there you go. I know the anatomy of a turtle. Yes. Okay, I have a question. So what, out of the entire movie what was the most disturbing impacting psychologically tormenting scene to you um okay i think it would have to be when the three guys rape the girl for absolutely no reason yes and then they no it's a very split second moment and then they come back and they see she's been like skewered the oh, most the- fucked up moment of the movie is when he's smiling and oh, he tells him, it. hey, cameras are rolling. Yes. Th- That's oh, the most fucked up part of the movie. Like, they're all standing there and they're like happy and they're like, look at what we did. And he says, hey, cameras are rolling. And then there's just like, they they're, start faking it. I know. They try to blame the, the other tribe for doing that or them for doing it as a ritual or something. That was really, yes, that was crazy. That's the most fucked up part yeah. of the movie. Just that one split second moment, like those two lines. That that yeah. was the, that's the part of the movie I'm gonna think about the most. Like that was I really literally just up. saw like a snake and like monkeys and turtles be killed, and like all of the different kinds of rape. But just when they're standing there smiling at a 14 year old girl skewered alive, <laughs> and then he tells them cameras are rolling, and then they put on this like fake face. Yes, that was wow. Yeah, no, that was that was terrible. that was that was crazy. I agree. I'll what about that, you? Okay, I'll, I'll say I'll, I agree with you on that. Like when it, mm-hmm. it comes to humans, that's the most disturbing. But like I said, the, mm-hmm. tur- the turtles still kind of bothered me because it was cute. The, and it's a turtle. The turtles, and- the thing that everybody talks about. I didn't want to be stereotypical because that was my first instinct, but I wanted to talk about something else and well, definitely the, the skewer scenes. What way worse than like I said, a turtle? Oh movie. yeah, the the rape is weird and then a real weird fun fact is when the movie first came out 
and you know there was people attacking it a large majority of the people who were protecting the movie were porn stars <laughs> so there's a little fun fact for you there's uh, lots of like film reviewers from the 70s talking about how can we all just like mention that like rob hardon or whatever like <laughs> is defending this movie <laughs> Like you can find them, like you can find articles about that, which I think is awesome. That's not surprising. That okay, that was kind of bad though. Like they burned down the hut and then they like Mm -hmm. scene right there. I was like, that's really messed up. I'm not sure what all injuries were reported for that, but just the fact that they're being unpaid and all the smoke that they're probably inhaling from that is just yes. Mm -hmm. And you know that has to be like traumatic. Like that's Mm -hmm. not something that was they were enjoying you could clearly see that on their faces mm-hmm. it's just god it's so weird like you'll watch the movie and you'll like watching the movie is an experience all on its own but then when i was like sat down and i did research about the movie and i learned just all these other things it just makes you like it's so hard to describe it like i don't want to call it like a special movie watching experience that you have to experience for yourself. I don't want to encourage people to watch this because even though me and you are really messed up and enjoyed it, not a lot of people will. (laughs) But at the same time, I'm like, if you watch it, I will totally talk about it with you. Yes, we need. I think people need to see it. It, it, it. We it's just, that crazy. Next President's Day, we're just gonna take the like emergency alert satellites and on every television <laughs> station play Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. And we will ruin the next generation of babies. <laughs> oh gosh. I if think one more Russia, thing that we need to touch on. Or, oh, sorry. I think one more thing we need to touch on, though, is how, like, uh, the way that the writer decided to structure the cultures of the people. I think it's really interesting that he decided to make these cultures be so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their culture is so significant about virginity is something that I thought was very interesting. Yeah, especially for people who are like, I mean, I'm trying to be rude to people who are more. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking is like, is that parroting like religions in today's society? Is it commenting on that? Kind of. I think so. Because like, honestly, if you read like about these ancient, you know, like Mayans and things like that and their religious beliefs, they usually don't make that big of a deal about virginity yeah but it's definitely making some kind of connection to like modern day christianity or something like that that are very big on abstinence and so like if all of the extremes that this movie like took things to is their religion that they believe in just a form of like abstinence to an extreme uh, maybe because remember, like one of the very first like terrible scenes, whenever the professor is when gets the out girl there? gets yes oh yeah then the guy just shoves a rock in there yeah yeah basically and they said mm-hmm. it was for like her punishment for adultery or something and that yeah. was like, one of the first scenes so obviously they have some weird 
Oh, and since you are someone who has given birth, yes, I wanted to ask you a question about how you thought their process of what they do when a woman gives birth is like. Would I mean, you want to be standing up and down and like tied by your hands and feet and have a woman manually just grab it out of you? Yes, I think that's a great idea. I mean, <laughs> I mean gravity like the baby would fall out i mean i had i had c-sections so that doesn't that didn't really happen i would have died but um <laughs> yes i think that was a lovely process and it was a natural birth you know that's a really big thing in the states right now like with midwives and giving birth without any sort of drugs there it's you a go. growing economy there you go yeah, she did it and you know she couldn't move around so it wasn't like she could run to the hospital and be like hey give me an epidural so right i think it works i think that's but i think i think one writing hiccup they had or it could have been intentional but for me i was weirded out was they have this religion that's so concerned about virginity but then at the very end of the movie all of the guys are more than happy to rape the girl exactly like just just prepared honestly it's probably like one of the sexist things to be honest like it matters for the girl but it doesn't matter for the guy Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and so I guess that's also sexism. Yep. I don't know. You wouldn't think that a movie called Cannibal Holocaust would have so much to say, but <laughs> it's a very complicated, very layered movie. Because I think we've only like scratched the surface about so stuff too. that we could talk about. I think so too. I think I think Cannibal Holocaust needs its own like actual podcast show. It like really does, though that would require people to watch this movie more than once, which I don't really want to do anytime soon. Public service announcement. <laughs> Calling for more podcast people. <laughs> we need your help. It's probably some way like the FBI is like tracking down potential serial killers. Like whoever would right. watch this movie, they're going to come get us now. Because like... On top of the fact that we didn't even glance over the fact that three guys rape a 14-year-old girl, so there's even pedophilia in this movie. Let's just cater to every audience possible. It's literally, yeah, it's the worst possible mix of anything bad. Right. I'm trying to think, is there anything not in there? I mean, there there was drugs. There was cocaine, right? They had drugs. Oh, yeah, they give give that, like, little... Uh, yeah. boy yeah, cocaine so that yeah so there was cocaine there was rape mm-hmm. there was after they murder the muskrat too we saw that yes okay oh that yeah was, yeah that was kind of sad too um i thought mm-hmm. it was an armadillo and i was like okay no i'm from texas and so that's why i thought that and then i looked again no i think that was like a muskrat some kind of like a rodent no yeah. it was it was it wasn't an armadillo yeah um yeah um no there really wasn't anything lacking Mm-hmm. Of evil, um, murder, like, I don't, cannibalism, yeah, this is... Well, yeah, is and it. that's the thing, That that's a really good sentence right there, you just said there wasn't anything lacking of evil, <laughs> that's how you perceived it, but to their culture, it isn't perceived as evil. Very true. That, that's, like, it's, it's crazy how much the movie makes you think, it's weird. I didn't think it would be such a smart movie. It, and the the guy's in jail now. Is he still in jail? See, that's what I'm... No, uh, I think, if I remember correctly, he was in jail for four months because on top of all the animal cruelty, they thought the murders were real. And it was only through several testimonies of saying, oh, by the way, yeah, all, all the 
the fire and the rape and stuff. Yeah, that's real. But the, the time when they cut the guy up, no, that wasn't real. And then they're like, oh, okay. What if it really, uh oh, conspiracy theory. What if it really was mm-hmm. real? And they're just trying to, to cover up. It looks I don't real. Know. I'm not going to lie. Like, it looks real. It's incredibly real. I mean, I... Except for the part where the last guy gets killed. Yeah, it's in his head and you get the close up of his face yeah, and looks... you see how yeah. fake the blood is. That looks stupid. I noticed that immediately. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that doesn't look real. But the, the murder that, scene. That was weird, though, that they were able to get everything else looking like so convincing okay the murder- but then that one super important like moment is where they decided to cut budget like yeah that, that was kind of weird okay that's why i've honestly that one scene whenever they shoot the friend and then they you know rip him apart rip the guy to shreds mm-hmm. that looks completely realistic like it looked like mm-hmm. it looked like the turtle being disemboweled it looked completely mm-hmm. real and, I mean, you could tell there's no special effects. It was made in the 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like that good of... There's not CGI well, and, that they're putting in there. So, I mean, that kind of... And there's so many questions you have to ask because, especially for movies in the 70s, they had to use next-level creativity to get things done. And so, sure, most of, like, that disemboweling scene was just, like, clever camera angles and them just, like having people with hands full of guts but not showing you like mm-hmm. ripping it out yeah. so like it makes you like understand what's going on but when the part when it's really showing you like cut his head off and cut his dick off like oh how yes did they that do was, that yeah exactly that's why when i was watching that i was thinking okay i'm gonna kill samuel for making me watch this because i knew you were just gonna tell me haha trick you it's real you know and right it looked that realistic i, I know about that. that was like terrible i was like that I mean, if I could imagine mm-hmm. what it would look like someone getting, yeah, their penis cut off, that's what it would look like. <laughs> yeah. So... And props to, like, I think every single male actor in this movie, other than, like, the Indiana Jones character, <laughs> every single male actor in that movie got naked. <laughs> yeah, they did. There was a lot of yeah. nudity, which that's not as common as female nudity in movies. So that's good for them. They broke one right. sexist. And they were all white guys. So really good for them. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Indiana Jones guy. <laughs> right. We're not going to condone any like animal cruelty or sexual harassment, but good job getting naked, white guys. Yeah, we're we're really proud, of proud of you. We're proud of y'all. Breaking sexist stereotypes. Way before way that be- was relevant. Yeah, way before that was even a term. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Because we all know that that uh, girl, after getting raped at the end of the movie, she would definitely have gotten hashtag me too for sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, could you imagine nowadays mm-hmm. in the political climate? Yeah, that's on? one thing. That was my first thought when the end of the movie. It wasn't like, I need a hug or I need therapy. It was just, what was... What would it be like if this movie was made in 2020? Oh, it would be... No. 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 No, everyone would be, like, either murdered, like, in the, like executed publicly, or... Oh, no, no one could handle that. Mm-mm. Maybe that's why we shouldn't be telling people to watch it. It's weird. I'm not going to tell people to watch it. I will say <laughs> Don't this. watch it. I, I, I'm going to be very careful about the way I okay. phrase this. Is this one of the most controversial movies ever made? Yes. Yes. 
Is it overhyped? No. No. Now, you can translate the meaning of that sentence any way you want. If that's something that scares you from this movie, then you have every right to be scared of this movie. But if that's something that makes you excited and makes you want to watch this movie, I didn't tell you to. That's just how you feel. It's up to you. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, what's today's date? Can we watch this movie every year on this day? (laughs) April 9th. There we go. Next April 9th, we have to watch this again. All right. You know, oh, and we should probably actually get Logan to watch it, or say. at least I get feel, him in the next podcast. I feel like he needs to watch it because this is exactly the type of thing he would like. I know that sounds this terrible. is, but at the same time, I feel like any other horror movie I think would have been fine for him. But with a movie like this, I think it's better if it was just me and you, A, because this is our first podcast. Yes. And B, because of the subject matter. He would have said something that would have gotten us me too. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, he would have. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Because, I mean, like, that whole movie is, like, everything he likes into one movie. And I'll so, definitely tell him to watch it. Yeah, and I'll definitely want to know what he thinks. But yes. we probably shouldn't have his opinion on recording. No. he would. I, you know what? Honestly, he'd probably, he'd probably laugh the whole time watching the movie. I don't doubt that. He would. I on like and that's the weird thing. He would and there's that's one thing that I wanted to bring up. I can't remember it now, but there was a part of the movie that I thought was genuinely hilarious, and I wanted to know if you thought it was funny too, or if I'm just no, fucked up. No, what part was it? Because I was laughing at a part too, but it was at the towards the beginning, and I was like, "Why am I laughing uh, at this?" I can't remember it now. I really can't. I'm trying to think of the part that I was laughing at. We both agree there was a funny no, part. I, so that, that just like adds on okay. to it. This movie has everything. It even has humor. Yay. <laughs> who, was, who, was the, who was the comic relief of the movie? Uh, I don't know. Probably the 14-year-old girl. That was, she's a comic relief. I'm just kidding. I'm just (laughs) sure. (laughs) We're just gonna let that comment slide. I just, I just want to think about whoever listens to this podcast but never watches the movie and just what's going through their mind. Like, what does the fourteen-year-old girl joke mean? Whoa. (laughs) Hey, and we really don't know her age, so I mean, she was fourteen. Oh, fine. I don't know, but I I know. I can recognize when somebody belongs in a high school. kind of the resident expert <laughs> that doesn't sound right um oh. i, I think that's probably what... where we should end the yeah, podcast I think that's it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so do you have any ideas for next week's movie because that's when it'll be your turn to pick okay how about you pick a, will you help me pick a genre and then i'll pick a movie oh uh, okay we probably shouldn't do hyper serious okay. horror quote-unquote again how about something? Let's do a family movie. Okay, fam, that's boring. Like, okay, okay, comedy movie. Okay, comedy. But you okay. know what? Since I have this week-long horror movie trial thing, are you sure we shouldn't watch some more horror movies? I think we should watch some movies in like our own free time, and like have them in the back of our mind if there's like a movie that we feel like we should do another podcast about. Okay. Because I think part of the thing that's gonna make this fun 
is just the spontaneity of it. Yeah. Of just whoever's like turn it is to pick the movie, they pick it, and then we just have to watch it because it was their turn. Okay. Because that's the only reason you watched this. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. You would not that. have watched this. No. The whole time I was watching okay. it, I was like mad. I was like, I'm not going to forgive you for this. Okay, no. but the thing is, is you're mad, but I didn't know any of that was in the movie either. So I'm and not I'm at not fault. Mad. We admit that we like the movie because we're messed up people. Okay? So, okay. Okay. But yeah, so I'll, I'll pick the, There's our movie. advertising right there. The messed up podcast for messed up people. Are you one of us? I don't know. It might just be us but that's okay and logan that, oh yeah that's not what the podcast trailer <laughs> says at all i made this sound like it was real wholesome and fun but uh-oh <laughs> okay well i'll pick a movie for next time okay sounds good do you do you have any uh signing off words no do i need to come up with something and i have to say it every time no, I, I got. Uh, tell me your final thoughts about the movie. What's the final things you want to say? I don't know. All I can think about is people getting disemboweled and eating flesh. So I don't know. That's all I have to say. I. I. That's all I can think about right now. Would I ever want to watch a movie like this again? <laughs> April ninth. No. April. Right. 9th, <laughs> I. I don't ever want to watch this movie again, but I probably will many times with my children but it's don't i don't condone any of this okay i don't i don't want to get in like people mad at me okay animal cruelty bad sexual harassment bad all of that is bad cultural all the bad stuff is bad be respectful to living things be a good person but if you do you really Enjoy. think you coming back and saying this is like going to make up for everything you, you just said you on never, the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> but I, I need, if I'm ever sent to court, I need this. <laughs> okay, yes. We're, yeah, I'm a very, very loving, nice person that doesn't want anyone to get hurt. I just wanted to throw that out there into the world. Sure. Now, um, but at, at an artistic standpoint, by a movie viewer's gaze just appreciating the movie not the content but the movie it's really good that's all i'm gonna say agree agreed Uh, yes okay well i enjoyed this hopefully we can have more people on next time and we can have a diverse cast of genders and ethnicities next time yes because we love all of those Yes. Diversities in the world. Instead of the point of view of two white people watching a movie about white people, let's <laughs> let, let's have some engagement. Yes, I agree. All right. Okay. Well, from all of us, this has been the JK Films Podcast signing out.